Today is Friday, November 18th, 2022. I'm Josh Rollerson, and this is Pennsylvania Legacies, the podcast from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. Water trails are recreational waterways that are managed to promote outdoor recreation as well as water conservation. Pennsylvania has over 2,000 miles of water trails, and as of this fall, you can add 18 more miles to that count. The Perkyoman Creek in southeastern Pennsylvania is officially the newest member of the Pennsylvania Water Trail Partnership. Just an hour outside of Philly and accessible by foot or bike via the Schuylkill River and Perkyoman multi-use trails, the Perkyoman Water Trail is a valuable addition to the water trail network. It's surrounded by public parks and offers opportunities for everyone from beginners to more advanced paddlers. The water trail is managed by the Perkyoman Watershed Conservancy, which has been working to protect the creek for almost 60 years. PEC's Lily Jones spoke with Executive Director Ryan Belts about the process of becoming an official water trail and about Perkyoman Watershed Conservancy's other efforts to get people involved with the Perkyoman Creek. Here's their conversation. So thanks so much for joining us, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Could you tell me a little bit about the Perkyoman Watershed Conservancy and what kinds of programs and projects you work on within your watershed? Sure. Uh, so we're obviously a nonprofit, 501c3. Uh, we're based in the Perkyoman Watershed and our office is in Schwenksville. Uh, we've been a watershed or a conservancy since 1964. Uh, so we were formed with the idea that we would provide conservation education and public outreach uh, concerning the, the Perkyoman Creek and its health. Uh, so we have done that for, for many, many years. Uh, and right now, I would say our biggest projects are like stream bank restoration, riparian buffer projects. Uh, you know, so typically we're putting in uh, 20, 25,000 trees and plugs and plants every year uh, in our conservation efforts. Uh, we do a big stream cleanup and we typically have about 2,000 people come out for our single day stream cleanup. It actually makes it the largest stream cleanup in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, and then we have a bunch of other uh, conservation stuff going on. But then we have our education side uh, where we typically have about 9,000 kids come through our education programs every year. And then on our third pillar, our outreach side, uh, we do a lot of events. So we do like adventure races and uh, sojourns on the creek and we do paddles. Uh, bike rides, all that kind of stuff, uh, just to get our community engaged. Uh, so we try to hit as many facets as we can, you know, in terms of conservation, education, and outreach. What's the ecological history of the creek? Um, was it like historically polluted and that's why the Watershed Conservancy began? Sure. So like a, a lot of creeks around here in the 60s and 70s, there was a, a lot of pollution being dumped into. Uh, you know, most people are familiar with the Schuylkill River, uh, but we were just an extension of that. So we're actually in the Schuylkill River uh, watershed. We're the largest tributary of it. Uh, and as you can imagine, you know, they were polluted and obviously we were polluted. Uh, and so that's why we were formed uh, in 64 was to, you know, clean up the creek, clean up the river. Uh, and we've seen a drastic um, improvement in the uh, in the creek over over the last, you know, what is that, 70 years. Are you in charge of the trail along the creek? Do you guys run that or is that a different organization? Yeah, so we we are the managers of the Perkyoman Creek Water Trail. Uh, so the actual water trail is ours and we're we actually were just designated as a PA state water trail. Uh, kind of officially this year, which is which is great because we have thousands and thousands of people who use the creek every year. Uh, so it's great to have that official designation. 
Uh, but then as far as the Perkyoma Trail, which is a land-based trail, uh, that's 20 mile, a 20-mile trail that basically runs from Oaks, PA, up to Green Lane, PA, and, and parallels the creek the entire way. Uh, that's run by the county. Now, we help with some tree planting and some maintenance and that kind of stuff, uh, but it's mostly run by, by the county of Montgomery. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I would love to hear a little bit more about um, the process of becoming a designated water trail and sort of um, like what the benefits are of that, why other organizations might want to pursue a designation. Yeah, so I would say, first of all, it's a long process. So it's not uh, it's not for the faint of heart. So it's not one of those things that you're going to start in January and uh, have in place by June. Um, so we started out maybe four or five years ago with a feasibility study. Uh, and we went out and we surveyed the creek. We surveyed all the municipalities. We surveyed the landowners. Uh, and then we had to take some pretty hard looks at uh, some dams. So the Perky Omen typically, um, you know, or historically had a lot of dams on it. And there's still some dams on the creek and there's some, still, still some dam remnants on the creek. Um, so we had to kind of look, was it feasible to have a water trail with these remaining dams? Uh, and we kind of figured out that if we ran... Uh, from Crusher Road, which that probably doesn't mean a whole lot to most people, but it's basically the top of the water trail near Green Lane. Uh, so if we started there and then went down to the confluence with the Schuylkill, uh, we really only had about three or four impacted areas along that 18-mile stretch. Uh, and then we were able to come up with, um, you know, portage trails or ways to get around those dams or problems. Uh, so after our feasibility study, we decided that, yes, it was feasible. Um, you know, with these portage trails to have a, an 18 mile long water trail. Uh, and then from there, it was a matter of getting buy-in from uh, the nine municipalities who kind of border the creek. You know, so we got buy-in from them, got buy-in from Montgomery County Planning Commission and from the Parks Department. Um, and then we're able to, to submit a formal application to um, the Water Trail Commission, which is kind of run by, by obviously PEC uh, and um, the PA Fish and Boat, uh, a big cooperative um, you know, so we submitted to them. Uh, we were initially uh, denied. Uh, we had a couple of things that we had to change um, and fix, and we did that, and we were just granted uh, access, so or just granted, uh, you know, to be part of the, the water trail system. So uh, there is a lot that goes into it. Uh, it definitely took a lot of money, a lot of planning, um, but I think the benefits are now we're part of the state water trail system, and so anybody who is looking for recreation especially in the greater Philadelphia area, can go to the Water Trail website uh, and find us. And, and we have videos, we have maps, um, you know, waterproof maps, we have online maps, we have a, a YouTube series for Paddling the Creek, uh, which I think has over 15,000 views. Uh, and it's only been, you know, our Water Trail videos have only been there about a year. Uh, so having 15,000 people interested, you know, in the creek is, is pretty good for us. I did watch a couple of the, the videos and they're really, they're really nice. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Yep. They're pretty fun. Yeah. It made me want to get out there. Well, anytime you can come up, we have plenty of boats. <laughs> awesome. Could you go a little bit more um, into the specifics of what a creek has to have to be a water trail? Um, like, like why any old creek maybe couldn't pass and have the qualifications? Sure. I think the biggest thing, and uh, and maybe some of the water trail managers would, would disagree, but I think for us, uh, the biggest thing was access, you know, making sure that there was enough access along the creek uh, so that people could get into, you know, into the creek and out of the creek safely without crossing over private, you know, private property. Uh, we're very fortunate along the Perkyoman in that we have um, three big parks that are owned by the county. 
Um, so it's uh, Green Lane Park and then it's Central Perkiomen Valley Park and Lower Perkiomen Valley Park. Uh, and so they kind of border the creek on a lot of areas uh, along that 18 mile stretch. So that was a good start for us. Uh, but then the, the Perkiomen Watershed Conservancy has a, a good relationship with, um, we actually have a uh, you know, kind of a coalition of townships. Uh, I think 33 municipalities, 33 townships are in our, our coalition. Uh, so we have a, a great resource there so we can draw upon them uh, to use their, you know, their property, their parks um, to, you know, to kind of get access areas. Uh, and the neat thing is uh, we were able to identify some areas that the townships owned and the boroughs owned that they didn't even know they owned. So we found uh, two pieces of property, one in Collegeville and one in Marlboro Township uh, that were owned by those respective municipalities. They didn't even know they owned those properties. So uh, we highlighted the properties and then we were able to get grants to put uh, boat ramps in on those properties. Uh, so that that to me was the biggest challenge was just finding access uh, for, you know, for people to get to, you know, to and from the creek. Uh, so I'd say number one is that. Number two is just creek flow, you know, our uh, water flow, uh, making sure that there's enough water uh, for people to recreate. So the Perkiomen is, is is pretty good. I would say in August, uh, it gets a little dry, so that's a little tough uh, for paddling. But uh, for pretty much 11, you know, 11 and a half months of the year, uh, you can paddle the Perkiomen. So I would say, you know, those are the two biggest factors is making sure you have access, uh, you know, and, and significant flow. What is the skill level required to paddle the creek? Is it sort of any something that anyone could do or do you have to be a little bit more experienced? Sure, it really depends. Uh, so in our videos and on our website and our maps, uh, we kind of give a guideline. So I would say we kind of use uh, cubic feet per second, which is a, a measure of flow. Uh, so we say anywhere between 150 CFS and 1,000 CFS, uh, the the creek is perfect for any beginner, um, intermediate, or expert. You know, so kind of between those flow ranges. And actually, the USGS has a gauge on the Perkiomen, and it's updated every minute. Uh, so then people can go to that that um, that gauge and find out what the flow rate is, and then decide whether it's safe for them or not. Now we have run events on the creek when it's been up to 2,000 CFS, which is a lot. Um, but I would say most often at those flow rates, you would need to be an expert. Uh, and that's, you know, that's getting close to like flood conditions, um, you know, at that rate. So, you know, lower water flow, beginner, uh, higher water flow, you know, for, you know, for more experienced paddlers. So along the creek, um, are there any special landmarks or attractions either along the water trail or the land trail that's along the creek or um, any sort of special local ecology that people might want to look out for? Yeah, there's some really great things along the creek. Um, it's actually, a, for being as close to Philadelphia as it is, uh, there's a lot of green space along the creek. Um, so it's almost a, a different world once you get in the in the actual drainage of the creek. You're kind of down in the trees. Uh, it feels very, you know, very secluded, very remote. Um, so it's kind of fun to get down there and you'll see, you know, herons. And uh, we've actually seen otters and beavers and uh, bald eagles on the creek. So there's a lot of wildlife, you know, on the creek, which is pretty cool. Um, and then, like I said, there's lots of parks. I mean, I think there's probably, oh, I don't know, maybe 10, you know, 10 to 12 parks along the, um, the 18 miles of the, of the creek and, and of the, uh, the land-based trail. Um, you know, so there's a lot of, you know, a lot of like that parkland that people, people can explore. Um, plus there's a ski, a ski mountain along the tree, along the creek. So uh, Spring Mount is right on the trail, right on the water trail and the land-based trail. So a lot of people hang out at Spring Mount uh, all throughout the year. 
Um, so that's that's pretty cool. And then also a lot of um, you know a lot of plants, uh, some endangered plants, that kind of thing, which is which is kind of neat for people to see. And actually, the land-based trail uh, connects to the Schuylkill River Trail, so you could actually ride the entire thing, um, you know, from Center City all the way to Green Lane. Uh, it might take you a full day, but uh, but you can do it. Um, so I want to switch gears a little bit um, and learn a little bit more about the educational programs that you have um, and sort of more opportunities for people to get involved with um, the Watersheds Conservancy. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, from kind of a community standpoint, we have a lot of volunteering opportunities. Uh, so tree planting and uh, we have a greenhouse program. So we not only plant all of the plants in the, in the Perkyoman, but we... Um, we grow most of them ourselves. Uh, so we'll go out and we'll collect seeds and that kind of stuff um, and grow them in our greenhouse. And then once they're a sufficient size, then we put them in our restoration project. So uh, we do that with our, you know, a lot of our volunteers, I would say, typically we have about 3000 volunteers per year who, you know, who donate their time to, to our program. So that's kind of one educational outreach. The other is our school program. Uh, so we do field trips for schools uh, where I think we have, 75 different schools, um, you know, from pre-K all the way up to high school that, that participate in our education programs. Uh, we have two PA certified teachers on staff. Uh, so they run our, you know, they run our education programs uh, and they kind of adhere to, you know, the STEM standards and the state standards for, you know, for our education programs. Um, and then we have our summer camp program. Uh, so one of the cool summer camp programs we have, we call it our floating classroom. Uh, so we actually bought a 24 foot boat uh, and we outfitted it with uh, solar panels and an electric motor. And it's a, a fully self sustaining, sustainable, uh, powered by the sun kind of boat, uh, which is pretty cool. And then we turned it into a floating research lab. So it has Wi-Fi on it. It has microscopes. Um, it has iPads. It has water quality testing equipment. So uh, it's pretty much outfitted with anything you would have you know, in a regular lab, uh, but it's on a boat, which is pretty cool. And then associated with that, we have uh, 25 kayaks. You know, so the idea is kids come up, uh, they kayak around, they collect things, and then they meet at the boat to kind of investigate what they found, uh, which is pretty cool. So that's one of our bigger summer camp programs, um, but uh, but also other other summer camp programs as well for you know for children and, and middle school students. Is there anything else that you would like people to know about your programs or your work in general or the Water Trail? Sure, I would just give a, a plug for some of our upcoming programs, if that's all right. Uh, so we we do a, a winter race series. So we have two snowshoe races coming up. Uh, so one is at Spring Mount, uh, and then the other is going to be at Shawnee Mountain up in the Poconos. So, uh, you know, we have snowshoes, people come out and they rent snowshoes, and we do a 5K race uh, in snowshoes on the mountain. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but those are coming up in January and February. And then we have our stream cleanup uh, in April, where you know we again want to get out and and uh, remove as much trash as we can from the creek. Uh, last year, I think we removed 120,000 pounds uh, of trash from the creek. Um, so that's one of our biggest efforts. So you know this year we're we're hoping to get about 2,000 volunteers, uh, and that will probably be the third Saturday in April. Um, but always looking for help for that. Lily Jones in conversation with Ryan Belts, executive director of the Perkyoman Watershed Conservancy, about Pennsylvania's newest water trail, Perkyoman Creek. Learn more about the Conservancy on their website at perkyomanwatershed.org, and you can find out all about the Pennsylvania Water Trail Partnership at pawatersheds.org. 
more about Peck's work in both watershed protection, restoration, and enhancement, as well as outdoor recreation, including water trails and other uh, paddling activities. It's all on the Peck website at pecpa.org, pecpa.org. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Pennsylvania Legacies. Hope you can be here for the next one coming your way in about two weeks. Until then, for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson. And for Lily Jones, thanks for listening. (music) 